What's up, guys? I'm Cora. And I'm Sharon. And this is Learning on the Job, a podcast for moms. Join us as we talk about our highs and lows and everything in between on this journey of motherhood. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Learning on the Job podcast. We have a very fun topic for you all today that Cora and I think is going to be fun for y'all to listen to, and we really can't wait to hear what y'all have to say about it. But first off, how is uh, your week going, Cora? How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing all right. Um, You know, last week it was really cold, so that was a little bit of a bummer because we were cooped up in the house a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I was starting to get a little, uh, stir crazy towards the end of it just because, you know, even though, um, I mean, I work from home, so it's like, we're home usually anyways, but you know, we take breaks during the day to like go outside or go for a walk or, and just because of the ice, like we didn't go to gymnastics last week. So just didn't get to do the typical, uh, socializing that we typically do. We're just getting out of the house and by the end of it. Clara was getting fussy and I was getting fussy. So I was really happy to see the sunshine come back over the weekend and for the weather to start warming up. I'm definitely more of like a warm weather girl. So I, <laughs> I, the like, you know, six weeks of winter that we get here in Texas are just like the worst part of the year, usually for me, especially when we have like a pseudo like winter day, but we don't even get snow. Like it yeah. just get the freezing cold and the dreary weather with no, just like, even a ray of sunshine so I'm glad that that part is at least for the most part over with yeah I ended up working from home um like two and a half days just mm-hmm. because of all the snow and or not snow of all the ice yeah because um, it's just it was dangerous to drive on the roads yeah Jake had to go into work one of the days but the next day he was able to have off and he was able to get off with pay Nice. So that was really good just because the shop didn't have power. All, a lot of the roads around San Antonio were closing up. So there wasn't really anything for him to do. And yeah, I definitely understand being cooped up and needing to get out and everything. But I actually, I love the colder weather. I like, I like, I like how it was today Um, towards the end like on my way home it got a little hot like it was up to I think 78 or something but to me I like the 60s temperature yeah that's Chris's favorite weather too he told me last week he was like this is my weather I was like I don't mind if it's overcast I just don't like it when it's consistently dreary and gray (laughs) for days (laughs) like I would love to live in like Denver or the Colorado area in general, because from talking with some of our friends there and everything, it's they get all four seasons mm-hmm. very nicely. So it's not like Texas where you could get them any time of the year, any day. <laughs> and Sometimes two in one day. Yeah. So I would love to live there, but I know Jake, Jake is not a cold person at all. He, he is very much someone who likes it to be hot. And I just, I don't, I sweat so easily. I don't like to sweat unless I've earned it. Like, unless I'm doing something to sweat. Yeah, I definitely understand. And, you know, Texas has gotten worse over the years. So the past Mm -hmm. couple of years in the summertime, especially in 
in the house that we're in now, especially because it just doesn't insulate well with heat or cooling. So, um, you know, it can be really, really hot in those days. But Chris and being uh, pregnant during the summer in oh Texas. Oh God, that was sucks. so awful. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Chris would love to move to Colorado. Um, like he would do that in a heartbeat. I definitely, um, like could, I mean, I go back and forth because I mean, mostly it's my family that keeps me here, but I go back and forth because I do love Texas, but I could definitely see myself living in a four season state, but I think I would go, um, probably more towards like Virginia. Um, Mm. because that's also, you know, a four season state. And then it's like, I like, you know, Appalachia like the Appalachian mountain mountains are still there. And there's a lot of places that you can go in the area that are like a day's drive that are like Mm -hmm. wonderful day trips and whatnot. So yeah, I think that that's probably like where I would go. Nice. Well, today's episode is going to be all about toddler shows that Cora and I enjoy and that we let our girls watch And this is not going to be us saying that you have to have your toddler watch TV. We're not going to necessarily be talking about screen time and how you should be doing it. Everybody does it differently. And this is just our take on some of the shows that are out there and what we enjoy watching with our little ones. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I don't think you know, every situation is different. And so, and I think every day can be different for some families. Like there's definitely days where, you know, we've got stuff going on and Claire definitely gets in more TV time than others, but there are days where she's really seen it at all, maybe hasn't watched it at all. So I mean, definitely one of those things that you just got to do what works best for your family and you should never let anybody try and shame you or make you feel any sort of guilt for the amount of tv time that your daughter watches and also it doesn't make you like a better or worse mom if you do or don't let your kid watch tv so i agree uh and i mean i know jenny's getting to that age now where she's hardly ever actually paying attention to the tv so it's not like the tv could be on for a whole hour but she's not watching a whole hour of 100 percent. yeah so it's it doesn't matter but let's uh let's start with our top shows. So I have five on my list of the top shows that Ginny and I watch. Um so the first one on my list is Bluey. And I know this one that we both share. Yes, so Bluey's definitely on my list too. I think Bluey was the what the first TV show. I ever really let Claire watch and I am mm-hmm. instantly fell in love with it um, because, you know, you just watch it for five minutes and you realize it's not really a kid's show. It's actually a show for the parents. And that's what I like. Love we about are it. even in a bluey for adult Facebook groups. We're in bluey mom Facebook groups. Yeah. Like there are so many things. I, I love it. And there's even, if you are a Bluey fan, there's a theory that I just told Cora about this past week, but it's called the long dog uh, theory. And I mean, it's not necessarily a theory. It's kind of a game, but every episode it's, there's like quote unquote Easter eggs and you can find a long dog, which is essentially a wiener dog in pretty much every single episode. And yeah, they're like hidden in almost every scene. Yeah. 
And so it's, I love almost every time I get on Facebook now, it's a picture of Bluey from that adult group and Mm -hmm. it's people posting that they found a long dog. And I love that they don't go and they circle, like they don't circle it or anything in the picture. It's almost like a where's Waldo. Yeah. They just post the picture and everybody tries to find it themselves. And there are some that are really hard. Like I have to go to the comments to, uh, to see where where they are have people find them for me because they they hide them really well yeah and I love Bluey I've realized um and so thank you for adding me to that group because I love Bluey uh mm-hmm. mom groups I have a couple I'll have to add you to as well um I follow one that's like Bluey memes it's just straight straight up oh that's memes. great <laughs> and um a couple of Bluey moms ones. So, um, you know, I'm pretty, I, we're, we're heavily considering doing Claire's second birthday Bluey theme. So I've been, I've debated on doing something like that too. Yeah. So, um, been toying with that one, but yeah, what was going to say, but I've realized though, just from being in these groups that Bluey, I mean, there are people that watch Bluey that aren't even uh, parents. parents. Like yeah. it's it's become like a lot of people's like comfort show. And I really, if you watch it, like it just tackles so many real world issues that like they're all translate to different like parts of parenthood potentially, mm-hmm. but also like so just parts of life because maybe you're not a parent yet, but maybe you went through this like whenever they're talking about um like bluey's got that friend polly and polly had um a sister that was a nicu baby and Mm -hmm. so they have this episode early baby where polly wants to play doctor play like they're you know they're one of them's having a baby and but she's like no but i want to play out like the baby is an er an early baby as she calls it and then there's like the scene where she's pretending basically to be her mom and mm-hmm. it's so touching because she's just like, all right, you know, I got to leave you here tonight, Polly. Um, uh, uh, well, that, that no, my, what is it? Polly is the is the name of her sister. Um, no, Polly's the name of the baby. The baby. Yes. Yeah. yeah the little baby. Um, oh, my gosh. But the character, the the little girl. Um, Indy. Indy. No. Yeah. Yeah. Indy. Yeah. Indy. And then Indy's mom. We don't know her name. Um but uh you know you she had an she had a, a a NICU baby and then she had a lever in there and they put her in something that looks just like the you know the big bubble that they put the NICU babies in and she's talking about how you know you have to be the bravest you've ever been and leave her here and it's really sad and I just know that there are a lot of moms that have gone through that and it's something yeah. that is really comforting so well and there's even some episodes that focus more on the adults in a way mm-hmm. so there's there's several with bandit himself where he's playing with them and the girls just make him realize things like uh born yesterday and mm-hmm. rug island and so those are all with bandit the dad and then there's even the baby race with chili and it goes oh, about that was the first like, episode that made me cry <laughs> Yeah, like it's it's all it goes all about like the mom guilt and like wanting the best for your child and not necessarily 
you're kind of overlooking being present and you're not letting your children, your child develop at their own pace. You're comparing them to other babies. Yeah, and, which I think is something that first time moms really get wrapped up in very well, easily. Well, I even, I feel like even second time moms do it too because like they compare them to their first kids. So, like if your first kid hit all their milestones on time and then the second one may be a little more delayed, you're thinking that you're doing something wrong or you're thinking something's wrong with your baby because it wasn't like that the first time. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that happening to happening to me uh if the next baby that we have just is a lot slower than Ginny and it's not anything that you did it's just babies develop at their own at their own rate oh exactly yeah and then also I love that the show while it definitely has moments that bring me to tears also um like the grandfather episode or the <laughs> grandmother episode where she bluey asked her you know did you have a nana was she nice and she's like she was the nicest nana you'll ever meet and it just makes me cry and think of my grandfather every time um but it's also such a funny show like and there's so many humorous relatable moments like um I can't remember the at the pool episode whenever Mm -hmm. um the all the kids like are like boring things aren't um you know they're not fun so they're not important and then bandit's like yeah like I got this like and he just like leaves the house without anything for the kids and doesn't do any planning for them or packing for them because it's a big surprise mom's normally the one that does it and you know they take that for granted until they get to the pool and there's they don't have swimsuits they don't have goggles they don't have floaties they don't have sunscreen like and they're just like oh they they come to realize in those moments like oh dang like all the things that mom normally does that you know we think are boring like that would be really useful to have right now um and I just think it's funny it's definitely relatable so great great show for anyone um parents parents to be humans that exist on this earth (laughs) But what's your, uh, what's one of yours? One of my top ones. Well, um, another one that I think this is one that a lot of moms watch um, is Miss Rachel. Um, I obviously really like her. I talk about her a lot um, because she's really great for, uh, you know, toddler development. She was, she's a mom herself and also was um has you know training in a master's in early childhood education and she had a son that had um a speech development or delay and she was looking really hard to find you know good shows that she could put on for him that were really you know geared towards speech development for for toddlers and while there's a lot of really great stuff out there there wasn't anything specifically like what she was looking for so she created it herself Mm-hmm. And uh, she uses a lot of techniques that are really great for development, the way she talks to the children, the way the screens, um, it, it's very similar to like being on FaceTime because it stays on the same screen while she mouths out the words, points at her mouth, things like that. All these things that are really helpful to get the child to learn and then also sign. Claire has definitely learned a lot of sign language just from watching the show. Um, And it teaches the parents also. Like I really love how in the corners of the episodes, they'll say, you know, little things like, this is something that should be developed by 16 months and so on and so forth, just to help you, I mean, have like a guideline of keeping development, you know, on track. So yeah, so it's really fun. And 
also I really like her because she's just a mom just like us and she's really relatable so she's got social media and kind of chats with other moms that like to watch her content and show their content content to their littles and I like that so a plus mama yeah Miss Rachel is definitely on our list um I will say she's not one of our number one of our go-tos anymore just because we Jenny doesn't necessarily watch it much now and Jenny just doesn't it just doesn't really interest her as much anymore so we still put it on sometimes usually that's Jake's go-to um just because Jenny watched it for so long that it that's what he puts on but I feel like we've kind of phased out of Miss Rachel a little bit just like we phased out of Hey Bear from whenever she was a little baby and her little swing watching TV um but she just other shows interest her now but I I agree all this stuff that Miss Rachel does um it it's very beneficial it's just kind of gotten to the point now where if Jenny's not watching it, Jake and I don't want to sit there and listen. I think that's the thing. That's the truth of it is I think that a lot of um, TV shows, people tend to have like opinions on mostly because it's like really based on like what the like level of annoyances for the parents. Mm -hmm. Like Chris and I definitely get into a mode where it's like, Oh my God, like I could definitely not deal with Miss Rachel anymore. Um, But I mean, first of all, Claire still loves it. So we don't mind. And she actually just came out with a new video today. That's like geared towards like becoming two year olds, which Mm -hmm. has Elise Myers in it. And Claire was loving that one, but I definitely can understand it can be annoying to some people. I find a lot of the shows annoying, but I just try and find the ones that like stimulate her brain the least amount and uh, mm-hmm. I find that that one's the definitely better than others that tend to switch uh scenes a lot more frequently. Yeah. And I agree. And like I said, we still put it on for her um and it's it's on our top list. It's just not the top like it used to be. But um another one on our list is The Wiggles. Jenny loves the Wiggles. Jenny really loves music. I think Bluey is the only show that she watches. And I think it's because um it's it's little kids talking. So it's not it's not necessarily like um like the Wiggles and stuff. It's a bunch of adults talking and everything and she likes listening to them sing and that's what she likes about miss rachel is whenever she sings and jenny's favorite part of miss rachel is the beginning whenever she says hi and then as it goes on she's like okay i said hi and gears off to do whatever she wants to do um but we really enjoy the wiggles they do a lot of nursery rhyme stuff they do some sign language they do some songs in different uh so they'll do counting and colors in a few different languages and the Wiggles have been around for about 25 years now, I think. 20, 25 years. Um, they weren't around when I was a kid. They weren't around whenever we were kids, but my they came, they were around whenever my brothers were kids. And my brothers are turning 20 this year. And so I think they, I don't It's probably think, like 15 uh, years. Well, because I think they were, I think they started in, um, in Australia before they got as big as they were. Really? So I think they've been around a little bit longer. They just, because they've shown um, 
on the YouTube channel and some of the episodes, they'll show some of the songs from the original Wiggles. And you can definitely tell, like, when they first started, they didn't even have the logos on their shirts. They just had the different color shirts. It was very low budget, it looks like. Um, and obviously, a lot of the quality isn't the same just because of. Did they start out as a YouTube show? Uh, so. I don't know if they originally started out as a YouTube show, but I know, like, when my brothers were watching them, it was an actual show. Yeah, where... I was going to say, I, I remember it being a show when my nephew was younger. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, but it wasn't around when my other niece was younger, and she she's in her, like, early 20s now. So that's why, I mean, I, it probably premiered somewhere I was like, because I know my brother's, my oldest brother, he started watching it when he was about two. And like I said, he's going to turn 20 next, next month. So yeah, I'm like pretty... 15 or 20 or somewhere in that time span it started. Yeah. But now, I mean, obviously they have new wiggles. And like I said, we, most of the stuff we watch is just on YouTube. Bluey's the only other thing that she watches that's not on YouTube, but she loves the wiggles. I think she really enjoys all the different colors and they do a lot of talking to the camera as well. It's not as up close like Miss Rachel. And it's um it's a lot of that talking in the sense of like the only th- only way I can describe it is like kind of like Dora the Explorer where she says, Where is this? Mm-hmm. And then there's like a pause of the ki- the kid is supposed to point to where it's at. Um, so there's some of that and so they they do a lot of that actually talking to the camera. They're talking to the kids. And so I Jenny seems to really enjoy that and, and be engaged with a lot of that. And then, of course, with all the songs, watching them sing and dance and all the different colors. And so that's also another one that I don't mind. Um, I haven't, so it's fine to play in the background. I haven't like really, you know, I get and I think a lot of it, I mean, other than miss rachel which i kind of just like was turned on to by like just moms recommending it over and Mm -hmm. over and then just you know uh stumble stumbling upon bluey myself i i never really put on the wiggles or watched it because it wasn't something that i ever like watched growing up or whatever Mm -hmm. you know um but i do hear i guess people like it's becoming more popular now because i guess they like switched out a wiggle and there's like this really hot guy that's a wiggle now oh yeah he's like all over tiktok right now I've seen him, uh, so I like I heard about that. So I'm like, mm-hmm, Sharon, yeah, that's why you're like, ah, whatever, Miss Rachel. I want to see the so hot wiggle. <laughs> the current wiggles, actually, I don't know if. So they they probably have some stuff uploaded to YouTube with the current wiggles as of today, but pretty much all of the shows that we watch, it's a bunch of compilation of different songs or it's an episode strictly of just these nursery rhymes and they're all of all the previous wiggles so we haven't even watched the current wiggles um so we've only i've only seen the stuff on tiktok of what everybody's talking about um so that's how like i know of people liking all of that but because it's a nickelodeon show right uh yes i believe so that's what i thought so i don't really watch and i mean we'll get into this but like pretty much i don't put on nick jr mm-hmm. um which is weird because i grew up on nick jr but that was i think also just because up until i was like eight years old 
Disney Channel was only available if you were like super rich and had like satellite TV. Disney Channel was like a treat that I got to watch when I went to my grandparents' house in West Virginia. So it was like not something that was even accessible in my like daily life. Yeah. I don't know. I I know I grew up watching both uh Disney and Nick Jr., but we don't really like I said, we mainly just use YouTube and then we have Disney Plus. So we don't really put on anything other than that. Um, and we'll find different stuff on YouTube here and there. And when my dad was here watching Ginny, he would search YouTube for different stuff that my brothers really liked. Um, and so he found a few things that she thought were interesting. Um, and so I have some of those listed as well. But he also he ended up giving us two DVDs of the Wiggles from when my brothers were little. And so we have one from my oldest brother who it's a DVD, it's a DVD of the original Wiggles. And then my younger brother, he has uh it's a DVD of like that next generation of Wiggles right after the originals. And they like they had the car. My I think they maybe even had like a Wiggles birthday party or something. My brothers were all into the Wiggles. And they even I don't know if it was on tour or what, but my brother I'm pretty sure we took my brother to see the Wiggles whenever they came to the US. Um and so that's definitely one thing is like if the Wiggles were to go on tour again, I would take Jenny. I think that would be fun. Yeah, I've considered taking Claire. They, you know, they did the they do the Bluey tour, and I they had one in mm-hmm. San Antonio, and they still have one in Austin. And I've considered doing it, except I decided that I just could not bring myself to spend sixty dollars for like people to hold up giant stuffed animals that you can like see them. Behind. Yeah, so that's that's one thing I couldn't do. I was either. like, if they were in a costume, like dancing or whatever, I would do that. I would pay for like Disney on Ice or like you know you know anything like that, but. I've you know if it was like like I've made jokes before if it was like Miss Rachel on tour like hell yeah because that would be fun but and I can see you know as for for you like this kind of the the wiggles because it sounds like it was like a sentimental thing for you because like your family Mm -hmm. was really into it so of course you want to show it to Jenny which is kind of some of the ones I have on my list too so what's another top show you have um another top show so like I mean here's the thing I don't do a ton of uh, uh, YouTube other than Miss Rachel. I really actually like when it changes off of Miss Rachel, it would like I get I basically instantly like either change it or what or take it back or and like mm-hmm. put it on Disney Plus or whatever. Um, I don't know. I tend to find pretty much everything else on YouTube just like tends to not be a thing for me. And also, I just find sometimes most other things tend to overstimulate her. Um, like if there's not that pause, if there's just like songs over and over and a lot of them like things on YouTube are, are compilations these days. Mm-hmm. So see a lot of that. So uh, I do turn if I don't if I don't know what to watch, like I'll I will turn on Disney Junior, like the channel, just because I like I'll be interested in watching those shows. Like I liked Mickey Mouse when I was like growing up. So it's like almost nostalgic for me too. So so mm-hmm. like, you know, Mickey Mouse is like a standard one that like I think every kid, you know, can enjoy. Um, because I mean who doesn't like Disney? But um though there is one that they started in the past year that I really like. It's called Alice's Wonderland Bakery. And obviously mm-hmm. it's like Alice in Wonderland theme, which and Alice in Wonderland's my favorite Disney movie. And um I just it's really cute. Like they're all like little kids and it's like 
the daughter of the red queen and then and I was like the queen of hearts and then um Hatter is her best friend he's like a little kid mad Hatter and then there's like a mini like Cheshire cat and stuff it's just it's very adorable and she's like the kingdom's like best baker so um every week they like bake something and the songs are really cute um and I just think it's really adorable so I find that one fun and she likes it she likes the songs and um, as far as cartoons go like she'll sit there and watch it she doesn't tend to watch a, a lot of cartoons so mm-hmm. um that's one that she will like sit there and watch it's very colorful and I think that's partially why yeah we've we've watched it a few times um it's just not one that we've gone back to a lot we usually just do the youtube uh the youtube shows mainly because it's compilations of a bunch of songs and that scene that's what jenny likes is jenny likes to have the music so mm-hmm. it's almost like we're just it's almost like a whenever I clean sometimes I like to just have music playing or I'll have uh back in the old days is whenever I'd put on the music video channel on tv and just have those playing so that's kind of like what it is at our house is it's just constant music playing for her um we usually bluey she's getting more into bluey now than she was before so we're trying to put on bluey a little bit more so it's not as stimulating but a lot of times bluey is usually during like the morning or right before bed whenever we don't want her to get too overstimulated just but, sit, there and sit down and watch it yeah but um the last two that i had on my top list was sesame street and simple songs and literally just for the sole purpose that she likes the music and sesame street has a ton of compilations like there's compilations of the nursery rhymes there's compilations of just elmo singing and there's ones uh like there's a compilation of all of the get of different guest stars that they've had and there's some talking in them but jenny again it's really colorful jenny likes the music and um a lot of the songs a lot of the newer songs from whenever that weren't around whenever we were growing up watching Sesame Street, they're talking a lot more about different issues going on in today. So they talk about like this, sh- about sharing. They talk about differences with people. So they have a Mexican puppet named Rosita. And so she sings a song in Spanish. They do different stuff, uh, like different songs like that. They talk about different skin color, like all this uh, inclusion type stuff that whatever like I think the songs are cute uh, no matter what side you stand on with all of that um they're really cute songs and I think they're they're at least teaching good lessons so Sesame Street's just another one that we don't mind to have playing and then simple songs I think it's it's um it's literally just one that if we have nothing else to put on and I I need her to kind of be distracted for a little bit and I'll put on simple songs or sometimes it'll switch from one of the other shows to simple songs and I'm perfectly fine with that um and I think her daycare I don't last I knew they didn't have a tv in there but I think they have like a radio because today when I picked her up I could hear some of the simple songs uh playing but there I couldn't see a tv and none of the kids were like looking at a tv so I think maybe they just had it playing for music um but jenny seems to like those 
and I know a lot of uh I know a lot of people who like the simple songs because they do a lot of your mainstream nursery rhymes and stuff and they do a bunch of stuff with colors and they have songs about like getting dressed putting different pieces of clothing on different parts of the body stuff like that so I think I think all of those are they're they're beneficial in different ways in their own way that's cool I have Sesame Street on my honorable mentions list we don't we watch uh we have HBO plus and so sometimes we'll turn it on there um we used to we kind of ran through it for a while uh and she likes it from time to time and it is a good one just because you know I mean it's Sesame Street it's a classic yeah so (laughs) um Others that I had on my list were actually, I had a couple of shows that I've been showing her lately that I've just been putting on for like, just because I like them for my own benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, So like I put on, um, and I found these on YouTube, um, Franklin and Little Bear. So it's like, she doesn't typically Aww, like cartoons, but those, show. you know, they're like just cartoons just hit different when we were kids. And those were are like a lot better, I feel like, because they really do like stay in the same uh, scene for a much longer it's not like as frequently changing which is just I think something I try and avoid that's when I feel like she gets the most overstimulated and then the one that she's been loving lately that we've been going through I think we're going through it for the second time at this point is mm-hmm. uh bear in the big blue house mm-hmm. and I loved this one when I was a child I just it's funny though because it's like I haven't seen it for so long that I forgot that there were like so many little like quirks in my personality that I actually had like from the show that I just completely forgot about like <laughs> like uh the where 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 shadow I sing that song when I'm like looking for I either sing that or where is my hairbrush when truly when I'm looking for my hairbrush from veggie tales mm-hmm. but like yeah I sing I I would sing that song about like everything like my entire life and I never knew where it came from in my mind it was just a silly little song I made up because I hadn't watched the show yeah. since I was like six or seven years old you know and I did that with Barney so funny like I literally oh. went to school and thought and started singing a song and literally thought that I wrote it and came up with it and <laughs> somebody was like that's from Barney but like the like thing what? is I must have watched it I had to have watched Barney to know that show before my memory really kicked in because yeah. like I I didn't grow up really watching Barney and so I thought it was very weird and I I saw I watched Barney or something and lo and behold there was the song and I was like oh shit I I didn't do it <laughs> I thought I wrote it um yeah Bear in the Big Blue House is definitely one that's on our list of shows from our childhood we've showed it to Jenny a few times and I think she thinks it's cute um some of my honorable mentions um my dad showed Jenny bubble guppies whenever he was watching her and she really liked that and they have a few songs and it's really colorful and it's really cute if you've watched it um, same thing with Puppy Dog Pals. So those are just two generic. Um... Oh, I've seen Puppy Dog Pals. It plays on Disney sometimes. And I don't mm-hmm. mind that one. It doesn't play as much anymore. It did when she like was a baby baby. And I would just like put Disney Junior on. Yeah. Um, but that one's cute. I like the theme song. Yeah. We, I mean, that's <clears throat> most of the time whenever I put a cartoon on, Jenny is really interested whenever the theme song plays. And then once the show starts, she goes back and forth. Like, she'll just go to play and then, oh, hey, show, the show's on. 
Okay, that's, I want to go back to play. I think and... that's a good thing, though. That's, you know, mm -hmm. that's kind of how I want her to be. Like, I don't want her sitting there, like, glued to the TV. Sometimes, like, Bluey, she does sometimes sit in her, like, literally sit mm -hmm. in her chair with her snacks and, like, watch TV. Like, she was yeah. doing it earlier today. And Jenny got a little cozy coop, and she's done that, too. Like, she'll just climb into her car, and she literally leans back and just watches TV in, yeah, inside and, of her car. And I'm like, and that's fine, and I don't mind it sometimes, but, like, you know, that's why, like, I like, like, Miss Rachel, for instance, because it will sing a song, and then it stops, and it'll do it, and it's like, if she is watching it in that moment, at least it's, like, teaching her something, and if she's not watching it, fine, and then it'll go back to a song, and maybe she'll come up for the mm -hmm. song, and luckily, you know, she doesn't come up for all the songs, because she's used to hearing a lot of them now, so if you shake, yeah. but when I change, when it changes up every, like, five seconds, I feel like it, within 20 minutes, she's, like, crying because she's like this is a bit yeah. much yeah I think Jenny's kind of gotten to that point now where she's she's playing with herself a little more um so she's not getting bored as easily and yeah she'll watch the show but uh she'll like she has she has so many toys now that are a little more interactive because she's has a lot more toddler toys rather than baby toys so she can like do both at the same time but she'll play more um like even this past weekend I think it wasn't like I had to pick her up just to change her diaper because she had been playing and watching tv like uh tv in the background for so long that I was like girl I'm pretty sure you 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 need your diaper changed no, I've um, been there and then I just had, I have Mickey Mouse Clubhouse as well, like you mentioned. And then princess movies. Sometimes if I want to, if I want to put on a cartoon or something that I think she would enjoy to have in the background, and then like I want to watch it, I'll put on like Tangled or Encanto and different movies like that. Like we watched The Black Cauldron the other day, and Ginny freaking loved it. She was yeah. watching it, and we uh, we watched the whole movie. And I haven't seen that movie since I was like a teeny tiny child <laughs> no I definitely have been there too like when I, when I'm at my wits end with the kids shows but like I can't put on my like my tv or if I've like been watching my own tv for too long and I but I just like don't want to watch you know kids tv necessarily but she's like whining and I'm you know I, I just need something on I'll I'll put on a Disney movie like what did we watch the Lion King recently and then um toy story and she loved you know just the spectacle of both of them so mm -hmm. um another honorable mention that i have on my list uh is something I, we've kind of mentioned already and I, I used to watch it but we don't really need it anymore necessarily is hay bear um that was a great one when she was a little baby so i definitely recommend it if you want something just to have on for like a baby baby up until I don't know I I mean I'd say we probably really stopped putting hay bear on probably when she was like eight months old nine months old but um sometimes I, even I will still throw it on and she doesn't really mind it I especially like to put on they you know because they have a lot of playlists and they have like the calming playlists and so sometimes if things are being wild or whatever I will still throw that on just to like if it's like gonna getting close to bedtime and I like just want to put something on the screen that's not going to overstimulate her um so that one's nice um 
And another honorable mention on that same like topic, if you haven't heard of it, is the Dory's Reef Cam on Disney Plus. It's really cool mm-hmm. and it's like three hours long. And you know, you just see the little uh characters swim by and it just turns your TV into a fish tank. So it's like very relaxing. So those things yeah. are nice, just literally something to have on your TV with some sound. Um they were great for cleaning days because I could get down to some of those jams. So <laughs> yeah, we jams. definitely really liked Hay Bear. I think we stopped Hay Bear around the time whenever we stopped the using the Mama Room. And just because by the by the time we stopped using the Mama Room, she wasn't laying down to watch it much. But we definitely, I agree, we definitely still used the um the calming episodes a lot. And there was even a one time whenever we were at my mom's and Jenny just would not lay down to go to sleep. I fed her multiple times. She would not lay down. And so what I ended up doing was putting on that uh, one of the hay bear calming episodes and I put her in the little bouncer my mom had and I set her up in the bouncer where it was like I was sleeping on a mattress on the floor and I set her up right next to me pretty much so that and I think I had like my hand on her her, or whatever because I was dead tired about to fall asleep so I was like you just watch this I'm gonna get some sleep and then I woke up a little later and she was asleep in the bouncer and so then I moved her to the bed with me and no because they're nice I've like put them on in the car too like if she's get it's like close to her bedtime she's getting too rowdy it's like okay just chill out let's get calm (laughs) yeah I've uh there's been a few times where closer to bedtime I've even put on simple songs because they have a few videos where it's like the night sky and they're singing different lullabies like twinkle twinkle little star and um like the mockingbird or yeah the mockingbird song and different stuff um and so Jenny likes those but there are a few shows that I don't let Jenny watch and I think we can both agree on Cocomelon yes no offense no offense to any moms who watch Cocomelon I know lots of moms who let their kids do that it's very popular but I just for a lot for pretty much all the reasons that you've been saying of like overstimulation, switching screens too fast. Of all the shows that Jenny watches, Cocomelon doesn't Cocomelon does not stay on the same screen or stay still at all long enough to where it's it's not gonna overstimulate her. And there's been a few studies done where a lot of the effects on the brain for small children, it has the, it kind of has that same um effect of like what cocaine does, where it's that addiction type thing. And I'm not saying that like kids who watch Cocomelon are bad kids, but based on all the children that I know who watch Cocomelon they tend to throw more tantrums of if they don't get to watch it and or if like they don't get to watch like they don't get to watch that one show they don't get to do anything involving cocomelon yeah and i mean jenny's starting to throw tantrums because she's a child and doesn't really know how to tell us what she wants all the time but i mean i'd rather her do that than throw a tantrum because i turned her show off right yeah, and right now she never, I mean, 
I can't think of a time so far that she's ever like fully cried because I've turned something off. I think she's cried like when I've taken the tablet away type of thing, but that's more of a she just wants to play with the tablet than she cares about the show. I think there's, I think there's been a few times whenever Ginny, uh, got fussy over me turning her show off. But it was one of those times whenever she was actually like sitting there and watching it. And usually it's at a time whenever she's tired, needs a nap, or maybe like there's something else going on and the show is distracting her. Hmm. So very, like very rarely does she actually get fussy because she's not watching her shows. Well, Uh, another show that I have on that list is Blippi. That's the exact other one that I have. I don't get it. I don't watch it. I fell into a rabbit hole on TikTok because there was this girl that said that she like did all the social media for her relatively famous brother. And then people were like trying to figure out who her brother was. And I somebody I was like, when somebody finds out, let me know. And then random person like commented on my video one day and was like, I just came to tell you that the girl that she like Oh, what, what is it that you do where you like go on tiktok and filter comments like so like if somebody put anything relating to what it, the actual answer was like it just wouldn't show in the comments so she went on my tiktok video and she was like i just wanted to let you know that that girl it was a. Uh, her brother is the new Blippy, and she manages his like funny social media so then i like of course had to go to his social media and it's kind of like the wiggles guy he's new blippy he's hot that's like his thing you know they got rid of the old blippy because he like did something inappropriate before he was blippy uh i don't know i've heard it's an okay show maybe when claire's older like you know i'll probably if she wanted to watch it because i I, it looks like it's better for older kids in my opinion i don't know if i've really given it a chance like i think i tried to put it on one time and maybe i just chose a bad episode but it just I I like I agree. I didn't get it. It wasn't anything for Ginny to watch, I felt. Like to me it was nothing wrong with it. It was just like I got all hyped up for something cuz people were saying they liked it and it it really just kind of was it was a big letdown. Like this isn't for my toddler to watch. It's not anything that she's going to enjoy. Here's my potentially hot take on it and I don't mean this to come off as sexist if it does but to me Blippi feels like more of a toddler boy show like it's action oriented and I like I'm sure there's plenty of toddler girls that do enjoy it and I'm not even saying my toddler girl wouldn't be one of them but Mm -hmm. it gives me the same vibes as Paw Patrol and my three-year-old nephew like loves Blippi and Paw Patrol and so I don't know like he like it just seems like maybe if you're if you have little boys maybe it's definitely more your thing than say like I don't know Miss Rachel or Alice's Wonderland Bakery you know mm-hmm. so I can see that I mean Jenny's watched Paw Patrol a few times and she likes it uh, but I can definitely see how a show like Paw Patrol more boys like more toddler boys are into it or more kid boys are into it um I know lots I mean- of girls who are into it but it's I, I agree. It's not like there's not a lot of girly type stuff into it to really draw their attention. It's, and it's like there's not that's not to say that they can't be into it or I think it's wrong that they're into it or I wouldn't encourage them to be into it. I just think that, you know, 
my nephew is a boy and he and he tends to gravitate more towards like you know cop cars and trucks and yeah. you know uh, and maybe that's because of the society we live in I don't know but like and I know that like Blippi goes out to like skate parks and amusement parks and like in the middle of stuff and he like teaches things and I I also just think it's some the stuff he teaches I think is probably for like older kids than than ones that are literally just learning words so mm-hmm. yeah um, do you have any other uh, shows on your list that you don't let your daughter watch no those are the only two because I mean, there's lots of shows that we just that we just don't watch. Yeah, but there's it's not necessarily like any reason why. The only other show that I turn off when it comes on is Peppa Pig. I find Peppa Pig. Oh, duh, yeah, the yes, we don't mm. watch Peppa Pig. I, I find uh, and she's like rude, and then they think it's funny. Well, do you not know what the shape of her head is? I mean, I guess I don't get it. Uh. So I can, I don't want to say it on the air, but the shape of her head is like, I told Jake about it. And as soon as, and it's like a big inside joke with my family, because one of my uncles, his daughters love Peppa Pig. Um, and my other uncle, that's his thing. Um, like he, he's all saying the shape of her head looks like this and, all that and oh it's it's like a big i I guess i didn't never i sorry i had to go back and like re-look at the shape of her head to realize like does it look like a butt but okay (laughs) and so i told jake about it because we were talking about it and it was just kind of a joke and once he saw it and i like he got the joke um he was like yeah no we're jenny's not watching that because jake and i part of it is mainly because jake and i we can't keep our we can't control ourselves and our sense of humor and we don't need to be talking and laughing about stuff like that in front of Jenny but if Jenny were to go to somebody else's house and like another kid was watching it I wouldn't have a problem with it like Coco Melon is probably the only thing that I would tell another parent don't let her watch Sorry, I just got your text message. (laughs) Oh it like came up on my screen. No, I agree. I mean and I, I I I guess that's how I feel too like I don't think I will ever be like no you can't watch this uh like to especially to like a children's show necessarily um but I'm I'm not gonna be like yeah you let's put it on (laughs) like yeah I'm just gonna avoid it for as long (laughs) as possible until my kid brings it up Michael. Well, and I also, I think that the, those two shows, like Cocomelon and Peppa Pig, those are two shows that by the time I let Ginny spend the night at a friend's house, they're not going to be watching those shows. Well, this so. can be a topic for a complete another day, but I'm not really 100% sure how I feel about spending the night at friends' houses yet, period. So, I mean, there might not be, like, the correct age for that. So, <laughs> um, but that's just another topic for another day um yeah I don't know I I think that my goal in parenting is that I will not ever like be unsupportive or uh, preventative or like discouraging about things that she likes I just won't encourage or direct her or steer her you know in the direction of things that I don't like if she stumbles upon them on her own then mm-hmm. it was meant to be that way and I will be a supportive mom. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> but yeah. I'm just not gonna put on you know Peppa Pig or Coco Melon like I agree um so one other thing that I wanted to mention was um shows uh, just a few standout shows from our childhood that we really like that Jake and I have said that we really want Ginny to watch um one is rocket power jake and i both grew up loving that show and jake's played it for Ginny a few times like whenever he's watching her on saturday mornings or something and he says that she loves it um it's just another show again like Ginny's not really at an age where she can necessarily be super into it or i guess she is in an age but she's not really super into shows it's either like certain things of a show will interest her she'll smile laugh whatever and then she'll play or sometimes she'll just if she's in the mood she will sit there on the couch and watch a show with us um and rocket power was just one of those that he was really happy to share with her because he really likes it and she would she sat there and watched it so he likes that um and then i mean i already mentioned bear in the big blue house but then i have blues clues and out of the box blues clues is one that I really want to show her now, but I don't like the current Blue's Clues. Yeah, I, I wouldn't show the current one. And, you know, I showed her Out of the Box. I loved Out of the Box, but she just wasn't into it. Well, I also think Out of the Box is a little bit of an older kid show. I agree, and that's kind of what I thought was like, I'll probably show it to her when I'm older. Yeah, basically my childhood, I mean, obviously I mentioned a lot of shows because I've already started showing Claire shows from mm-hmm. my childhood. But, like, I think my... I I how I have it like planned out in my head right now is obviously I'm showing her like Nick Jr. shows from my childhood and stuff like that and I mean those shows I think she still will watch into being like you know five six years old but probably um you know I I we've played some like other like more regular Nickelodeon or uh Disney like shows and again it's kind of like the movies thing like we play them but what I'm excited for is closer to when she's like three or four you know, and with some of these shows, even more like five or six, when I can like actually sit down with her and like relive it and watch it and share it with her. Cause like, yeah, Rocket Power is on that list. The big one for me is Rugrats. Cause that's like the mm-hmm. show I grew up with. And then Same. also Hey Arnold and the Wild Thornberries being another one. Mm-hmm. So like, I definitely have plans to show her all those shows, but I, and I mean, it's not like a, they can't play in my house before them, but I have plans to like really sit down and like actually be like, all right, this is what we're going to be like watching during this period of time and like when she's older and can like enjoy it and and whatnot because I enjoyed it very much and yeah and so I'm hopeful that that she will too yeah I agree I'm really excited um and not to give too many details but like just to the public but I'm really excited because the original Steve or Steve from the original Blue's Clues is coming to where I work uh and there's a possibility that I might get to meet him like just briefly and say hi he's doing a a whole talk on it's not even going to be focused on Blue's Clues but he's doing a whole talk based on pretty much what he's learned and how his life has gone after Blue's Clues well he just wrote a book I think right like that's part of the reason to like promote his book maybe yeah but it's it's like a whole inspirational speaker type thing and um so it's not really going to be blues clues or related at all really they're just kind of selling it as 
he's the that's where you would know he's a host from blues clues yeah like our whole generation knows him as that and so I'm really excited because if I do get to meet him I'm gonna have to bring Ginny with me because of the time and so I'd have to pick her up from daycare and then bring her back to work and um I've already told people like if I do this I'm bringing a little toddler with me um so I just I think that'd be pretty cool to get a picture with him with Ginny and stuff um so I might do it. I just, I haven't really decided yet, but yeah, I think that would be fun. I keep debating if I want to try and go to that or not, but I just like, I, while I just know that there definitely will be people that are going to bring their kids to it. I just don't know if I want to. Well, so I really don't think people are going to bring their kids because it's not a kid. It's not a kid friendly thing. And that's what, um, I know people... other people that are bringing their, their kids. Oh, uh, I mean, cause so... not that because it's a kid friendly thing, but because they just have kids and there would be no other way they would go you know well and so like I know I'm not gonna go to his talk just because it starts at seven and Jenny that's her that's around her witching hour like she goes to bed at seven yeah same so it's just so um, well and I also don't know how she's gonna do sitting there listening to him talk um so I don't want her to be distracted or anything but I know know that are going have like older kids than us like their their youngest child is three so okay that makes a little more sense yeah but I even told the the people in my office who they're more in charge of that whole event with him and I was like I guarantee you people from my generation are going to do this. They're going to come to this because it's Steve from Blue's Clues. Like, they're going to bring their kids and stuff. And they're like, it's not a kid-friendly thing. Like, people shouldn't be bringing their kids. And I was like, well, they, um, I, I, like I'm you pretty sure people are going to. the to. millennial alumni. I don't know what you want. Yeah. But I just, I thought that was funny. Um, but the last little category I had was just shows that Jake and I like that Ginny enjoys as well because I mean Jake and I we watch a bunch of different things but we have three shows that we watch on repeat all the time like once we finish one we start the next one and then we just go through the cycle of re-watching them mm-hmm. and Ginny has been watching these since the day that she was born and so they, there are shows that we can put on and they will entertain her enough where she's fine having them play in the back I mean there's time like we can watch whatever we want but she she does the same thing with her shows like she'll certain things will interest her and she'll watch it and then she'll go back and play and these three are big bang theory the office and friends my three staples i've seen them god knows how many times um and i mean harry potter's one too but it's it's movies i don't really count that just because um it's not a, it's not a tv show Well, for us, um, Chris and I tend to, like, shows that we watch together, like, actually watch, we say for, like, after Claire goes to bed, Mm -hmm. um, we, so, but I, you know, I am home with her a lot, so, like, I have shows that she's watched pretty much since she was born, Friends is one of them, Gilmore Girls, I think Mm -hmm. I've watched it three times since she's been born, and then, um, I am obsessed with Lauren Graham so I also have watched Parenthood um all the way through twice which is another show um that I would love to if you haven't watched it like I've considered doing a whole thing on just like watching it and breaking it down because it is such a great show and is that the one where her brother owns a record store or like not a a recording studio 
Well, he they in later seasons, yes. But yeah, okay. so it's like four I've siblings. Seen, I've yeah. seen some. I don't think I've seen it all the way through, but I've I've seen a good bit of it. I think mm-hmm. I stopped at one point for whatever reason. I had never yeah. watched it before, and you know they say like whenever you or maybe I don't know if you know this, but one tip that I learned that was really great is like when you first have a baby, like you're gonna be up with them a lot, and it's gonna be a conflicting schedule. So find like a new show that you haven't watched that you can like plan on binging during this like chaotic time. And so Parenthood was that show for me. And let me tell you, like first of all if it's it's very similar to this is us like that it basically Mm -hmm. this is us was like what took over after parenthood for nbc um so it's like very heartfelt like episodes make you cry they're all very relatable um and it's just like you know four siblings they're all parents and kind of different their parenting styles and different aspects of parenting and i find it really great so um, she lauren graham oh sorry lauren graham's daughter in the show is the voice of tinkerbell on disney Mm mm-hmm and, and yeah and, I really like that oh, I, I like her as an actress Mae Whitman oh yeah I've been following her since she's she also was... the duff if you know mm-hmm. that movie well she was also <laughs> uh I, the first time I well two places I ever saw her were Hope Floats and um this show State of Grace I don't know if you ever saw um it was, oh, I, like I, saw it was, I don't know if it was on I can't remember if it was on CBS or, uh, or NBC but it was on one of those channels like that when I was probably like 10 or 11, probably like mm-hmm. she was about the same age. And it was about her, like she was like a rich blonde girl or I, and I can't remember if she was rich actually, but it was her blonde girl. And then she became best friends with this little Jewish girl. And it was about how they had just like completely, you know, Jewish girl, Christian girl, like become best friends, like completely different, like upbringings and like, just, it, it was really a cute show. Um, really like inspiring. So great stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but where was that tangent oh that's just another show that Claire has watched um and then Big Brother is my other one because mm-hmm. I'm like always watching a season of Big Brother um like either re-watching it or like a new season's about to come out so like either that's on or like the live feeds are on so she's like used to random things being on but when what we've yeah. been doing lately is well two things one during dinner we always watch Wheel of Fortune because we're old and Claire <laughs> loves Wheel of Fortune she loves the dings she loves watching the wheel spin it's great she claps she's so excited when they clap <laughs> she sits there and eats her dinner and she like claps with her chicken nugget it's so cute um so we watch that a lot and then we just listen to music videos so we like play her just all the music videos that we like of from you know our upbringing and she dances she really loves the gorillas so mm yeah lots of lots of that um that's pretty much the only time that we're like having her listen to music like over and over um is like when we're watching like our own music videos and that's been yeah so yeah I know so like whenever Ginny was born the show the stuff that I watched all the time was Harry Potter because I could fall asleep to it and I wouldn't miss a beat um I'm just being up all night and stuff. So we watched like all the Harry Potters and I don't even remember what else we watched, but we watched a lot of stuff in the middle of the night. Um, what well, Jake and I have been watching lately at dinner. Uh, usually we would just watch one of our shows while we eat dinner, but on Wednesday nights, they have the new National Treasure ser- series on Disney Plus and Jake and I have been watching that and it's really good. We really I'll like have to it. Check that out. 
Chris has been watching Andor. He's no, he hadn't watched it, so he's like finally catching up with it. We could so. not get into that one. That's really? the new Star Wars one, right? Mm-hmm. For like Jake and I watched the first episode, and we've heard so many people say that it gets better, but we just could like after that, Jake literally fell asleep during the first episode. Oh no. And that's how so, I felt about like, all the, the new heck? Harry Potters. Like <laughs> All of the the entire um, fantastic fantastic piece. beast and where to find them, which I knew I wasn't gonna like it from the beginning because it's a story that they made up out of thin air. I had fantastic beasts and where to find them, and it was literally just like a textbook. Mm-hmm. It was not a story, so I fell asleep well, no, during but every movie. So it's not necessarily based. It's on. It's based on the textbook because this is the textbook that like he created i he, know he wrote so like that that's really the whole tie to it but i know a lot of people who they don't like it because it doesn't focus enough on the fantastic beasts so like the first movie it focused a little more on the beast because they got out he's trying to catch them but then the next one like the next two that they had it's really just him using the beasts to move the story along or to do whatever he's supposed whatever he's doing so it's not it's not about fantastic beasts at all it's about the story of him and grindelwald and so a lot of people are saying you shouldn't like they shouldn't have named it the fantastic beasts movies they should have named it the grindelwald movies and you should have had like the first one be grindelwald and fantastic beasts and where to find like tie that one in and then grindelwald and this stuff and like they should have all been about grindelwald because that was the whole story that they were gonna follow but it doesn't matter now because they're not making anymore i know well and the first one here's the other problem they didn't the first one they try to do two things they try to make it like a cute movie while also moving a harry potter very serious story along and you can't it, it it was it was like they were trying to do a sorcerer stone um oh, like type i don't know you know like it though like the first two harry potter movies were a lot more lighthearted and mm-hmm. like you know like it, there was an adventure happening that was more fun to come along instead of like stressful mm-hmm. because they hadn't gotten into the big bad parts of the epic journey um, yeah he was still just like learning about it and everything which i get is like the same thing but it just didn't translate the same way for me so i just wasn't wasn't into it but. i also just i really just didn't like it because jk rowling she was a writer on this like she didn't write it solely like she did the main harry potter series but she was a writer on it she approved it her name is tied to it and there are so many different continuity errors and may and i wanted them to continue it yeah like i i wanted them to continue the series because i wanted to see how they were going to fix the continuity errors so a lot of people were saying like professor mcgonagall she's in the movies but she's technically not even supposed to be born yet or she's supposed to be a baby at this time like whatever it is so people are trying people came up with different conspiracy theories as to how it could work and some being like time travel some being like a bunch of other different stuff that could potentially make sense but But they didn't answer like they didn't answer any of it in the third one and so I don't know 
I just don't know where they were going with it. If it was just an overlook or they didn't care or if they actually had a plan, like we don't know what it is. So yeah, I agree. It, it definitely felt a little messy um, in that aspect. And like, they were just doing it to do it because Harry Potter, why not? But they're coming out with a Harry Potter series on HBO Max and it's all about Voldemort. I saw and that. I'm excited about that. I, I'm excited to see what it is because I think he's a character that you could, you could easily do so many different episodes for a series and like it could go on for a really long time and like we could there's so much there's so much information in the original series that we have about him that they could there's room for them to expand and take creative freedom while still keeping true to the story and it could go on for a few seasons at least and then of course in the later years as he like, I, I don't see the series, like, intersecting with the Harry Potter timeline. I could see it kind of ending before the, like, before him and Harry have their encounter and stuff. But I think that there's a lot that we would, like, it'd be interesting to see more of the darker side of Harry Potter rather than focusing on the lighter side that we do in the movies and stuff. And in the book, again, we only know what, or we're only able to see what we're told and what we were able to find out through Voldemort and all these different things. So I think it's one that a lot of people would really like. I, I think it could do good if they actually put the effort in to make it good and not just throw it together. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully it's good. I personally feel like it's still too soon. They just keep doing like one thing after another, like shoving Harry Potter down people's like faces and throats while they like still have attention and I personally think they would fare better by like waiting like five years for people to like not you know like for it to for people to miss it and mm-hmm. it to feel like not and for JK Rowling to get out of spotlight for a little bit she's not helping their cause at all like so just my personal opinion but do you want to do some oh shits and oh yes yeah let's do that okay you go I first. Go. I was gonna say I can go first. <laughs> um, I would say, well, so my oh shit, it's I mean, it's honestly it's getting better, but you know, Claire has been getting um more teeth. Like she's getting like the last of them. She's got almost all of them in there now. Um, Same. but mm-hmm. she uh, you know, she had she's been having just a little bit more teething. So, um, this past like week or so, she was having a little bit more trouble sleeping than she normally does, and really I mean I've noticed just in the past I guess like month and a half um she's starting to get a little bit more scared when she wakes up in the middle of the night like in and like the room's dark or whatever and sometimes it gets it takes her a little bit longer to like go back to sleep so that has just been kind of hard because I have been like having to like soothe her or sometimes like lay in um, the room in the the bed with her um but the which I wouldn't have a problem with but she also like she just when she starts to wake up she just and I'm there she gets like excitable so then she starts to want to play and I'm like no 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 no. I'm not here for fun I'm here to help you go back to sleep mm-hmm. I, I I'll have to leave if we if we are going to start jumping around then you will have to lay back in the crib which I know is not what you want to do right now so 
Um, but she's she's done better. Uh, last night she slept the whole night through, um, and the night before. So and she did great going to bed tonight. So that's don't, good. Doesn't seem to be bothering her as much anymore this week. And next week she has her eighteen month appointment. So it's always a little um, anxiety driving having to take her to the doctor. But yeah, was that oh, your oh yeah too? Uh, that was my oh shit. Um, my oh yeah is that we are finally um house shopping. So Yay. we are uh we already got like our basically our pre-approval for a mortgage. So mm-hmm. we're truly just like shopping, but like basically our goal is to like find something at the beginning of March and then close by the beginning of April so that our first mortgage payment is due at the beginning of June because we have to pay our last rent payment at this place um, at the beginning of May. And, uh, you know, I would prefer not to do it any earlier than that and then have like overlapping payments. Um, Mm -hmm. If it goes a little bit later, like if we end up like say we close at May, you know, then that would be fine because then we'd still have a month to move in, but we'd have like a month where we wouldn't have to pay anything to anybody. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, We found some that we kind of like, and uh, I think we're going to start scheduling tours. So nice. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I'm just excited because, uh, you know, I've got a lot of ideas for uh, things we're going to do with the new place. Um, so I'm just excited to be able to do those things and bring the ideas to life and be able to provide a better life for my kiddo. And yeah. Yeah. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) We'll hiccup there. Uh, so my oh shit is that Ginny, I haven't told y'all yet, but Ginny had two more ear infections last week. Lord. Like, and so the big thing was she's been on three different oral antibiotics and the last ear the last two ear infections came while she was on the strongest oral antibiotic that they could give her so like that last antibiotic did nothing so she had to go back to the doctor and they did around they did three rounds of shots so she had to get a shot friday morning saturday morning and this morning and this morning i know it was so bad uh, this morning, the doctor checked her ears and said that she sees improvement. So um, they didn't expect to be 100% by today because she still got her last shot today. But the fact that they see improvement is a good sign that maybe just oral antibiotics isn't working for her and she just needs a straight injection. So as long as she doesn't get another ear infection right away anytime soon, then we can just keep doing the shots anytime she gets an ear infection, as long as they're reasonably spaced out. But if she keeps getting ear infections, like within the certain time frame, we're going to have to go to an ENT, um, which I think if she gets another ear infection within the next like six months, I think we may have to go to an ENT. But um, no tubes as of yet, but maybe at some point, we don't know. But we also started her on Zyrtec. Um, we just, we got children's Zyrtec and we, our doctor said just to do about half a dose of what you would give a two-year-old. And, um, so just we're so hope- you know, that means she legally can't fly a plane. Just a fun fact. Like what? Like pilots can't take Zyrtec? No. Interesting. They can't. It's That's a, weird. 
Yeah, because it can, it does things to your heart. It can make your heart like have palpitations and, you know, and oh. anything that could increase your risk for a heart attack, basically, um, or, or can do anything. Um, it's also an antihistamine. So it's kind of, it like has that same like mm-hmm. um, effect as like uh, meth a little bit. So it like anything that can impair your judgment even slightly is um, not F- FAA approved. So yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Chris has had yeah. allergies before, but he has to be very careful about uh, what he takes because, you know. Yeah, seriously. she uh, she has to take Zyrtec every night now um, to try to help with her allergies. Obvi- I mean, at some point we may hold back on them uh, because I don't think she'll have allergies year round. But I mean, I have a, I have two cousins who they've had to be on Zyrtec and um like claire oh, used to be children's claritin it. and stuff yeah mm-hmm. like we we know people who have to be prescribed it and all this different stuff from like eight months old mm-hmm. because they have such bad allergies oh so. yeah i know i've known and that's how I, he doesn't have those bad of allergies anymore but like that's how chris was and i know a lot of people like it's a very common thing to be on um it's i just thought it was funny because you know it's just like <laughs> so you think like oh people like you can't be under the influence and that's just like oh drugs like you know like you can't like do a line of cocaine or like smoke weed or or like drink a you know a bottle of vodka and then fly a plane like obviously but there's like a long list of things like you can't um you can't be on like adhd medication you can't like take like uh allergy medication just yeah it's crazy wow um but my oh yeah is that jenny is officially walking all over the place she's not crawling anymore she can go from sitting to standing and just walks everywhere um and it is so cute like she her hips look like she's uh she's got like a little hip swish i know uh, because of the brace she's like kind of got a little waddle going but it's cute (laughs) it's super cute um she still falls quite often um she can she can walk pretty like pretty far by herself without falling but i think that's just, not gonna go away <laughs> yeah she just uh she trips over her feet a lot today at the doctor's office like she was walking and then she'd fall every so often onto her hands and have to get back up um we're still working on walking outside just because our yard is a little hilly and has uh like just piles of dirt every every uh few feet so we're still working on that but she's officially walking and we're so excited yay that's so exciting i'm definitely super excited for that because now uh all of our babies including our friend Jovitas, who's been on our podcast a few times are walking so i'm really excited to eventually get all the babies together i know i mentioned it but i'm hoping that we can take the babies to this little toddler children's museum that's down the street from my house sometime it's like six dollars a ticket so it's really cheap i thought it would be a fun little afternoon activity uh for the littles I think that would be so cute and then I now that she's walking and she she um is awake more like she doesn't we're down to we've been down to one nap for a while I want to take her back to the zoo whenever the weather gets a little nicer um like maybe a weekend whenever it's not supposed to get super hot but I want to take her there and let her walk around a bit and maybe not try to see all the animals but I know that they have that like one of the little play areas and she can walk around there and 
just kind of let her walk around, see the animals, get more experience walking around outside just because she um she goes outside every day at daycare and they go to play at their little playground that they have and they sent us a cute little picture today of her playing on the playground but uh we want to take her and let her run around play we love taking claire to the playground um they're the actually you know um we there's one in um like in new braunfels where we live that we like to take her to but i know y'all were just right down the road from my work i know you know it's funny too because i i was we like got lunch and then we like took her to the playground and i was like i was like oh sharon's at work right now we should stop by and chris was like it was just like i don't have the time for that and i was like okay whatever thanks a lot chris i know we were we had other shit to do but no yeah i was definitely like oh sharon's just down the road she's like in the beck center (laughs) um yeah i was literally like right across the street pretty much that's such a great uh playground to go to because like the big um you know ramp it's like a big ramp and it keeps going up and up but I mean so mm-hmm. obviously you gotta like watch them because you know don't let her get too close to the edges but she can play on it and it does it doesn't have like a lot of like stairs or things you have to climb so Claire really you know enjoy that and then every so often you stop and there's like something you can spin or you know like drive a car or whatever so it's 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 a nice little one yeah um that's the one that we went to whenever my friend Alex came into town and so our my baby Alex's baby Hovita's baby and then um another one of Alex and my friends uh, Jenna um all of our babies got to play together on that little playground it was really cute and fun fun we missed you yeah I was in Houston I know you got back like the day a day later is like dang (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that is the podcast episode for today guys we really hope that you enjoyed it Um, whatever your views on screen time are we hope that you were able to take something away from this and a lot of these shows can range from little babies to toddlers to older toddlers so let us know your thoughts on these shows if there's any shows that you agree with that you like or don't like and just let us know what you think yeah, and if you have like other shows from your childhood that you show your kids or plan on showing your kids, you know, we'd love to hear about that too. I know there's definitely others that um, I didn't really talk about that definitely were pivotal parts of my childhood. Shout out to Big Comfy Couch. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, oh so like I'm sure there's others that we didn't even mention. So please uh, let us know. Maybe we can do a part two. Yeah, for sure. And you can let us know this by, um, you know, contacting us on any of our social medias at Learning of the Job Moms, or you can email us at learningonthejobmoms at gmail.com. We're always here and ready to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah, we can't wait to hear from y'all and we hope y'all have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.